Ludus Novus, Episode 6, October 14, 2006. False Narrativism, Walking Away. So I'm a Hey everybody, this is Gregory Weir, and I'm still on the wagon, still doing Ludus Novus. This is good. Um, the only item of news I have for this episode is that uh, Uru Live is, uh, if you haven't heard, coming back. Uru was the uh, latest in the Mist series for a time, and it was going to be a massively multiplayer online game before it was canceled. That's right, an MMO that's an adventure game. Um, one of the unique things that they were doing with it was constant addition of new material because adventure games tend to be less replayable than say role-playing games or, or action games they would were planning to release new material much more often than most MMOs do and uh, it was gonna be really cool then it was cancelled and then uh, like two years later GameTap of all people says hey we're gonna bring Rue Live back, and it's going to be coming this holiday season. Why am I mentioning it now when the announcement was months ago and it's not going to be released for months? Well, GameTap has a new deal coming October 17th. They're celebrating their one-year anniversary. They're going to release a new Sam and Max game, which is pretty impressive. You, you, it appears on GameTap a, a few weeks before it will be available to, to everyone. And they've got a special deal that offers, uh, if you get a yearly plan, you can get a full 50% off the cost of a month-by-month of a -month plan. So that's pretty cool. I've signed up. I might be talking about GameTap a little more, maybe. I'm not really into the business of video games. But uh, I thought I'd mention that. And if you're really interested in Uru Live, if you're a Myst fan, you should check out the Uru Live forums at urulive.com. Click on the forums link. They have a special link that you can use to sign up for GameTap, indicating that you are signing up because you want to play Uru Live. And it should be available this holiday season and should be awesome. So, yeah. Anyway, I'm going to get into what the actual topic of this uh, episode is going to be, which is uh, a game that, that I've got called um, Walking Away. Um, now... <laughs> This is kind of... I'm not sure where I got this game. Um, I tend to go bargain bin hunting. And if I see something that's real cheap that looks interesting, I'll just pick it up and toss it on my shelf. Um, and I, I found this while I was uh, packing up to move into my new apartment. Um, and hadn't put it on my shelf. You know, I didn't remember where I'd gotten it. Put it on the shelf. Got around to finally playing it. And it's pretty cool. So I thought I'd do not a review, but sort of an analysis of of this game and how how it's uh, how I think it is accomplished what's set out to accomplish. So it's okay. 
I bought this in a bargain bin, and it's one of those repackaging things that's done by just random companies. This one is done by Global Star Software, who also did the repackaging of the game Oni. Um, but I can't find this game on their website, so evidently they've discontinued it. And I'm having trouble finding it at all on the internet. It's it's kind of like another game that I've I've got uh, where I can't even find it on like online games databases. So I have no idea who did this. Um, the I, I get no searches on the development company uh, that appears in the opening. Um, so I don't know how you can pick up a copy of this. But that said, I'll move on and talk about it. Um, the game's a few years old, so the graphics are are dated, but but good for their time. Um, and it's it's generally aesthetically pleasing. Just to get that one out of the way, um, it, the game, as I said, is called Walking Away. Um, it's sort of a it rem its gameplay reminds me most of of Deus Ex. Um, if you threw in like a little GTA three, it's it's hard to describe. But you you your character is one of three criminals. Um, when you start the game, you're already a, kind of a career criminal. You've done several jobs, and you're somehow in with a, a certain criminal group. So one of the characters is in with a mafia. One of the characters is a member of a kind of uh, Hollywood pumped-up street gang. And uh, one of the members is part of a white-collar crime ring, which I didn't really know that there were groups that did what color crime as, as a hobby um it, it's kind of like international jewel thieves i don't think they actually exist in real life but anyway those are your three characters that you can pick from and w depending on which character you pick you basically get a different gameplay experience so the the premise of the game is walking away it's that you at any time during the game you can leave your career of crime which is decently lucrative and escape and live life honestly. And there are various incentives for you to do this. The, the people you run with are not the nicest people. And um, there are various holds that they have on you and your family, depending on which character you play. And it's, it's interesting because the, the game has some of the best player agency that I've seen in games of, of that time, which, I mean, copyright uh, 2002, so I don't know. It's it's a decent time ago, and I, th I like to think that games have progressed a little bit since that time, but it's really impressive. You can, at any time, decline a job or just walk off between jobs and head off to some other town. They do a sort of uh, random generation of the game world kind of like Diablo that allows you to go from town to town and have decently novel c content in each town. Um, so the the difficulty of the game becomes of course that the crime groups that you belong to don't want you to leave. So the the main gameplay conceit is that if you leave right at the beginning and walk away you have a pretty hard time of it because making a clean escape requires planning. So you can stay, do some crimes because of course if you don't do crimes for the for the uh, crime syndicates then you get in trouble too and they, they tend to, to, to shoot you and stuff like that. 
So you, you, you tend to be an expert, uh, a technical expert at something, uh, a safe cracker or a computer hacker, that sort of thing. And you can do jobs and earn money and between jobs make preparations to escape in other towns. Um, and the, the crimes themselves are carried out in a sort of, of first-person, almost quote-unquote first-person shooter style walking around, evading guards and stuff like that. And uh, it's entirely possible to get captured by the police, in which case usually you're convicted. Um, this is another interesting thing that the game does. When you're convicted, you serve jail time. And you play about a half an hour every year or six months of your imprisonment, depending on how long your imprisonment is. So you'll play for half an hour, do some stuff, and then six months or a year will go by, and then you'll play for another about half an hour. And your choices that you make during your prison visit determine things about uh, how you end up when you get out of jail. So you can actually accomplish things while you're in prison. And it's, it's impressive because uh, as a contrast to many other games that allow you to get captured, you don't just pay a bribe and get dumped out outside the police station or just the, the screen doesn't fade out and fade back in with you having skills lost. You actually have kind of a gameplay consequence, which sort of has a downside to it because, well, jail's really boring. <laughs> and that's kind of the point of it. And so you run into the dilemma that there are some interesting things to do in, in prison, but really the, the designers got across pretty well that, yeah, prison's a pretty boring place. And even with the time cuts, it's it's pretty dull. And so you're reluctant to go into, into prison not because of some clever gameplay mechanic, but because it's boring. And I don't like when games make things boring. I, I don't think that is... Uh, it, it, it's not engaging. But throughout all this process, your your end goal, as kind of defined by the premise of the game, is to escape this life of crime. It's entirely possible not to escape a life of crime, and usually it ends badly. I've never had a playthrough where I lived on into old age as a criminal, um, which makes sense because very few criminals actually live on into old age, theoretically. But um, if you don't want to live fast and die young, you have to make preparations for an escape. And it's that interesting preparation and and sometimes failure aspect that that really is the meat of the game, I think. The there are bells and whistles with the crimes in the prison, but I think the meat of the game is the escape. And after the musical interlude, I will talk about that. Cause I'm a crazy, I'm a pervert, and I'm joyatic 
So, I'm talking about Walking Away, which is a game uh, apparently republished by Global Star Software, although I have no idea who originally published it. Um, and the, the real meat of this game is the escape from the life of crime. It's accomplished in a kind of an interesting way. Your direct escape is is basically just clicking a button. Uh, between missions and between jail times, you're presented with a kind of a house screen where you have just a basic user interface that you can use to select what you're doing and how you're preparing and so on. And when you choose to escape, you choose your destination, near or far, and you are treated to basically a cutscene of you driving there. And then when you get there, it turns into sort of a, a tactical view. You you find places in town to stay and depending on how much you've prepared you may have a place already you may have a job prepared or and a false identity and so on and for the first few days or maybe a week after your uh, escape things are played in very close time it's not real time obviously because that would take a long time but you pretty much are planning every minute of your day and your aim is of course to avoid detection uh, there's theoretically some ways to make deals with district attorneys and stuff like that to to sort of become immune to your your crime group but they don't tend to work very well, they, people tend to get around them, and they kind of feel like a tacked-on addition to the game. But the, the only part that's really advantageous is if you can get a witness protection deal um, by giving some really juicy evidence, which of course you have to collect during your crimes. If you can get a witness protection deal, then you can get put in a safe house, which dramatically increases your chances, although depending on the group and how far you're, you are in with them, um, it's not always a guarantee that you're safe. So for those first few weeks, there's active pursuit, and if you do, if you've done poorly in your preparation, you will get run into some intrigue. You know, they'll they'll be coming after you. You may have to make some some rather quick escapes, and and if there's actually kind of an action scene, it's thrown back into that first person perspective, the same one that you use for crimes, and uh, usually they do a good good job of throwing in the skills that your character has and, and the the personality of your character to uh, make that escape a little more interesting. But if you've done well, they usually, those weeks usually pass pretty uneventfully. Um, yet again, another kind of issue with this game that, that in this case, if you do well, you're presented with kind of a more boring time. It's, it's definitely suspenseful because you're worrying the whole time you're going to get caught. But at the same time, it's, you know, it's only if you do poorly that you get to do exciting stuff. But anyway, after the, the initial period of escape is over and sort of the immediate danger is done, it skips back into a, into a game sequence that's kind of like the prison sequence where you play for a certain amount of time every six months or a year of in-game time. And these are usually dramatic events 
someone will get captured or you will note it you know someone from the from the crime group will be captured and they might talk about you or you notice something that suggests that that so and so is in town looking for you or something like that and you have to resolve the situation and these are sort of mini mini missions in themselves that uh can range from you actually committing more crimes to cover your tracks or bribing people. Sometimes they're in the more tactical view, sometimes they're in the first person view. And this continues for, for a while. You're basically in a, a mode of building up enough security points. Um, they call them various things, but they all add up to security points of various category. And eventually, there's one climactic scene where you, some contrivance, some deus ex machina comes together and you're uncovered in your secure place and you finally are able to defeat them by using whatever security you've, you've gained. Um, and it usually is your, the crime lord or the head of the gang. Um, attacks you and and if you play it right you can have kind of a a very heartwarming scene where the the mafia don comes into town and he says oh i know you're there and everyone in town plays pulls sort of an i'm spartacus i'm spartacus kind of saying well if you want to get through him you have to get through me and um if you've got enough uh ally points which is one of these security point totals um they'll actually all cover for you and you don't have to do much to keep yourself safe because you know mafia dons can't actually go up against a whole town um especially if they've got small town spunk like in one playthrough i did so it's it's an interesting game it's an interesting game and in it's a game about a criminal where crime is not rewarded crime you can use your crimes to do t to your advantage which is is not entirely, you know, crime doesn't pay, which I kind of support because that's more real. But at the same time, it's not a sort of uh, GTA 3 or Postal 2, which is sort of prodding you to commit crimes and to, to do bad things. Um, I'm a big believer in the game doesn't force you to do bad things, but let's face it, Postal 2, GTA 3, both of these games drive you to commit crimes and almost encourage you to, to commit crimes and and do nasty things but this this game doesn't and especially it's decently realistic portrayal of the justice system and prison is uh, is decently well done um, I could really go into um, a lot of different things the the um, there's a tattoo system in the game um, it, it's because they're identifying features, they're significant, so there's prison tattoos and, and kind of trading the advantages that various tattoos give you versus the uh, the disadvantages of having them be recognized. Um, there's a lot of depth to it. What uh, Various moral issues that presents you with crimes. As you continue doing crimes, you have to do more morally troublesome things in order to escape with the crime you know first you have to maybe scare a, a family then maybe you have to shoot a dog in order to keep them quiet and then eventually you're you're committing murders and and 
bad things during your less bad crimes. So it's it's definitely an interesting game, um, especially with the amount of player agency that it gives you. The, the player has the ability at any time to make a very dramatic choice, uh, which is to walk away or to stay in the life of crime. And I think that at that, it, it succeeded pretty darn well. Um, so maybe as art, it succeeded a little better than it succeeds as a game, given that success is kind of boring in the game. But uh, it's definitely something that, that you should check out if you can find a copy. It's called uh, Walking Away. Um, you should check your, your bargain bins or something. Uh, maybe do a search on eBay, see if you can come up with it. Um, yeah, that's all I've got for today. My download of, of the GameTab client has finished, so I'm going to go off and see if I can get Last Express running, which is a game that I've been meaning to play for a very long time. The music for this episode was a song called Criminal by Peter Toe. If you like the music, he's recently released an album called Shoes of a Beast. And you can get to his website at www.petertoe.com. That's Peter T-O-H, all one word. Next episode, I'm going to be talking about amnesia. That's right, the cliche we all love to hate. And uh, if you have any comments on that, please feel free to comment on the Ludus Novus site at ludusnovus.net or by emailing gregory at ludusnovus.net. Ludus Novus is released under a Creative Commons 2.5 attribution, non-commercial license. Feel free to do what you want with it as long as you don't make money off of it. Bye. Jim